0: Hi, I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to the Simply Convivial podcast. Today's episode is for all those homeschooling moms out there who feel like they ought to be doing better. Every year, every semester, every term, every week, every day. We start off trying to improve, to do better as homeschool moms, and that's as it ought to be. Let's look at three important ways that we can make steps of progress and become better homeschool moms. So the school year for most of us has begun. I don't know about you, but I always start off the year thinking that this is the year that will be more awesome than last year, because this year I'm committed to being really, well, awesome. This school year will be different because I will be different. So. A decade into homeschooling and having rounded the bend of my 30s headed straight to 40, maybe that idealism and optimism is tempered a tiny bit, but I still feel it even if I do try to suppress it. Maybe we won't wake up whole new people on Monday morning, transformed into mothers who do the right next thing every time, but every year, depending on the year. We should try to take the next step in growing, maturing, and increasing our skill in the art of homeschooling. Rather than start the school year strong, but with unrealistic goals, to be 100% consistent, to never yell, or to always follow the plan, we should go into the year with concrete strategies for exactly how we will improve our teaching and leading skills this year. Here are three ways that we can do that. We can be better homeschooling moms by controlling our tone. Having taught classes to homeschool kids before even needing to teach my own, it didn't take me long into teaching my own children to notice that with a class of other people's kids, my tone immediately changes and I go into teacher mode. With my own children, I just stay in me mode, which seems like it should be better, but it isn't always. Maybe it's authentic, but it isn't always helpful. I admit that one reason I still do teach classes with other people's kids in the mix, with my own, is to make it easier to enter that teacher zone and give my kids the benefit of a more conscious, purposeful, self-controlled teaching style. Mom's tone matters. We don't want our children to feel alone in their troubles and challenges, even while they're sitting there next to us. To accomplish that, we have to take a positive step and a negative step. First, we have to remember to watch our words. It's easy to go into critical mode as we move through our days, always correcting, correcting, correcting. Fault finding and telling is easier than guiding and loving, but we need more than resolve to do better. We need a plan for moving out of critical mode and into building our house mode. Think of each correction, each pointing out of an error as removing a brick from a house it might be necessary. The brick might have been misplaced or crumbly, but removing bad bricks will never get you a complete house. For every bad brick that we try to remove, we have to try to add at least two bricks to the structure to make progress. After all, a wise woman builds her house, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. Second, we can control our tone by removing distractions. We're more easily frustrated when we are dividing our attention. It's just the truth. Yes, we have multiple children to attend to, and a toddler is a constant source of distraction for everyone, but there are distractions that we can control. Our phone, our computer, and our swirling ideas. These three are within our control and we can take steps to remove the distractions by changing the settings on our devices and by brain dumping before the school day starts so that we can let our minds relax and focus on what's in front of us. When we control our tone, we improve our homeschool atmosphere 100%. We can become better homeschool moms also by controlling our words. Maybe this could be counted as controlling our tone, but I'm thinking of a more specific situation. In a homeschool day, we have to communicate many things to many people. Have you ever felt frustratingly incapable of that? Have you ever blamed the child for your lack of ability to communicate with him? I know that I have. Maybe I'm right, and maybe I'm just blame shifting, but what I need is a strategy of communication that lets me cut through the blame and move our day forward. Classical education to the rescue. There's this thing called Socratic teaching, and it applies in helping with math as much as it applies in literary discussions. Stephen Covey made it a principle, a habit of highly effective people. And highly effective people is exactly what we're trying to be. He puts it, seek first to understand, then to be understood. Usually I am seeking to be finished. And that's where the trouble arises. If I'm trying to be finished, I rush. I give shortcuts or quick answers that might help us get it all over with, but they don't help understanding. Instead, I need to start by asking a question that will lead to further questions with the answers given by the student leading to clarity for both of us. How did you get to that answer? Show me we need to ask, what were you thinking? Not with an incredulous and frustrated manner, like what were you thinking? But in a curious, interested manner, what were you thinking when you wrote that? It takes more attention and energy to follow their thought train. But if we want to redirect their thought train, we're going to have to hop on it first. We need to become questioners and learners, not mere answer givers and correctors. Finally, we can become better homeschool moms by controlling our thoughts. Our words and our tone merely overflow from our heart, and we are commanded to take every thought captive. That means that it is possible to do so. We might need to understand and direct our kids' thought trains, but we also need to be aware of our own and redirect our own as needed. Our thoughts are not inevitable, but our words and our tone do inevitably follow from it. So if we want to control our tone and our words, we first need to control our thoughts. How do we do that? By starting the day with scripture and prayer. What we put in will come out. At least it won't come out if we've never put it in. By brain dumping so that we see what's in our head and then deliberately deleting things. By prayer throughout the day. By giving ourselves deliberate mottos and verses to repeat in order to direct our thoughts and our actions intentionally. And by choosing to smile, because research proves that our facial expressions give our minds feedback and influence our attitude. They don't merely reflect it. Our faces and our attitude work on a two-way street. There are other things that we can do, but these are the ones that I have found to be most effective and helpful. They don't take a lot of time, but the reward from pursuing them and building them up as habits is immense. The more we practice controlling our thoughts, the better we get at it. The better we get at it, the better we control our tone and our words. The better we control our tone and our words, the better homeschool moms we will be. That's it for this episode of the Simply Convivial podcast. I am so excited to share with you about my very first paperback book, The Convivial Homeschool, Gospel Encouragement for Living and Learning Alongside Your Kids. It releases in early November. After homeschooling for a few years, we all get caught off guard by how many long, hard, difficult, and sometimes downright bad homeschool days we have. We're tempted toward discouragement, thinking that we must be doing something wrong, or we might not be cut out for homeschooling. My new book, The Convivial Homeschool, Gospel Encouragement for Living and Learning Alongside Our Kids, is made of 30 pep talks that turn the tables on math tears and grammar fights. A happy, effective homeschool is not all tea parties and daisies. The most good that happens in our homeschools happens as the fruit of the struggle. Every struggle is an opportunity, not a failure. As homeschool moms, let's keep our head in the game and our hearts stayed on Christ. Let's do the work set before us, not because we're so good at it, but because God is working good in us and through us. The Convivial Homeschool will equip you to make the most out of your own hard homeschool days. It will be available in early November on Amazon and at convivialhomeschool.com.